Watch podcast. I'm Aaron Berger, a Nebraska Extension Beef Educator. For today's Beef Watch podcast, we're going to be discussing an article from the May issue of the Beef Watch newsletter titled Preparing for the Breeding Season. To discuss this topic, I'm joined today by the author, Wade Pickenpaw, who's a Nebraska Extension Educator located in the southeast part of the state. Thanks for joining me today, Wade. Yeah, thank you for having me, Aaron. I'm glad to be here. Wade, this is the first time we've had you on the Beef Watch podcast. So before we talk about today's topic, tell us a little more about yourself, your background, and your current role now in Nebraska Extension. Yeah, absolutely. So I grew up outside Columbus, Nebraska, on my family's cow-calf operation. And that's really where I gained my passion for the beef industry. I grew up very active in 4-H and FFA. I showed cattle my whole life. So I just really grew a love for the beef industry. Um, I attended the University of Nebraska-Lincoln, which is where I received my animal science degree and a minor in grazing livestock systems. Um, I was a member of Sigma Alpha, and I also competed on the 2018 livestock judging team. After I finished my undergrad, I moved to North Dakota, and I pursued my master's degree with a focus in ruminant nutrition. So while being a full-time student, I was also working as a research specialist, actually at the Carrington Research Extension Center. Um, this is where I was able to work alongside the animal scientists, and I was able to conduct research, but I was also able to work at the livestock unit with the cow-calf herd that we had, as well as the feedlot. So this past August, I moved back to Lincoln. I moved with, back in with my husband, um, where we also raised club lambs, so I kind of have a little bit of a small ruminant interest as well. I'm the new beef educator for Southeast Nebraska. I office in Johnson County, but I cover seven counties down here in Southeast Nebraska, um, including Saline, Jefferson, Gage, Johnson, Pawnee, Nemaha, and Richardson. And I'm really excited to be in Extension. Wade, we're excited to have you part of the team and excited to have a native Nebraskan come back and be part of the Extension program. So looking forward to what you're going to be able to do there in Southeast Nebraska. Thank you. I appreciate it. Let's talk a little about your article. Thinking about the article, you kind of gave a big picture view as you think about the breeding season coming up. Just kind of highlighted some big things to think through and remember as that time of the year is approaching. Walk through with us some of the things that you talked about in the article. Primarily, let's start out with nutrition. Thinking about the nutrition status of heifers and cows as we move towards the breeding season. What are some key things to remember as we look towards that? It's really important to make sure your cattle are in proper condition before the breeding season, especially if they're being sent to pasture. So on a nine point scale, um, on a BCS table, like body condition score, an appropriate BCS would be between five and six. And there's actually plenty of charts and like resources that you can use or get a to get a grasp of what kind of condition your cattle in are in to kind of compare um, where your cattle are at. So a low BCS can affect a cow's ability to come into estrus. Um, typically cattle that are lower than a four might take longer to come into heat. So this can really affect the breeding season if they're not able to um, breed back. But on the flip side, um, over-conditioned cattle that are at an eight or a nine may not be able to breed back at all. And if they do, they may have a hard time holding on to the pregnancy. Um, so it's really important to make sure that your cattle are at the health that they need to be at, right there in the middle of that at a five and six. So this can be done by utilizing a proper nutrition program 
to ensure that your cattle are healthy and in the right condition when they're getting ready to go to pasture. Um, another way to make sure that your cattle are um, at the prime of their health is um, implementing a mineral program. This is something to consider for just maintaining a proper nutrition program when cattle are out on pasture. This can really help with the efficiency of breeding back and keeping your herd healthy. One of the things you mentioned is cow body condition score, and that certainly is important. Along with that is plain of nutrition. As we think about, are those cows maintaining weight? Are they gaining weight, losing weight? Uh, cattle that are a little thin and gaining weight can still have very uh, acceptable reproductive rates, but cows that are over-conditioned, yeah. and you, mess, you mentioned this also, but if cattle are losing weight, if they're in good shape, but losing weight going into the breeding season, that can actually be detrimental. So especially I think this year, I know where you're at, you guys have gotten some good rains recently and it looks like pastures are going to be coming on. But uh, if pastures are short and cows have been being fed and there's not adequate grass at turnout, uh, those cows actually may be in a negative nutritional plane for a while. And so I think that's just something to be aware of as we look at this year that's sometimes different than some other years. Yes, down here in Southeast Nebraska, we've been very fortunate with the amount of rain that we've been getting um, and along with that, keeping your herd healthy, just continuing to check up on your cattle when they are in pasture, um, making sure that they are maintaining a good weight so that they're not losing too much while they're going through that breeding season. So as we think about herd health status, a good thing to think about also is what's your vaccination plan? And really, this is a situation and you highlight in the article. It's good to work with your veterinarian, understand what some of the current issues are. If you haven't had a conversation recently with your veterinarian about a vaccination program, especially thinking about pre-breeding vaccinations, uh, that's something that would be important to do. Yeah, absolutely. I'll start by saying that it is so important to have a relationship with your veterinarian. Um, even if you're not moving into breeding season, um, it's always a good idea to build that relationship with your local vet. Um, that way they can get to know you and your herd so they can serve you at the best that they can. You probably don't want to be meeting your vet for the first time when there is an emergency. So build that relationship beforehand so that they get to know you and your needs. Having a conversation with your vet um, leading up to um, breeding season and having a plan in place of what you need to be um, vaccinating for, um, what kind of diseases you need to watch out for, and just um, knowing what's going on with your herd health. Well, speaking of the veterinarian, we've talked quite a bit about the cow side. Now let's talk about the bull. And one of the things we need to, I think, be aware of is the value of a breeding soundness exam. And again, this is where you work with your veterinarian to make sure that the bull that you're turning out with the cows is fertile, uh, sound. Talk a little bit about the importance of that. Yep. So a common trend throughout this is going to be having a relationship with your veterinarian. Um, a breeding soundness exam is required to be done by a veterinarian to evaluate the bull, where they will do an overall physical exam, measure its fertile circumference and semen quality, just making sure the sperm is normal and mobile, um, tails aren't broken or have multiple tails. Um, just overall big picture, making sure that your, or your bulls are going to be effective. Structural integrity as well is also crucial to examine. This will ensure longevity making sure that they'll be able to cover a lot of ground being out in pasture and back to BCS body condition score, making sure our bulls are in proper condition as well as being able to maintain condition throughout the season. Um, so going out 
checking on your bulls throughout the season, like I said, with the cows, just making sure that they're not losing weight and they're getting your herd bred efficiently. And a good time to do those breeding soundness exams should be around a month, two months and a half prior to breeding season. This gives enough time to repair um, if they don't pass the exam so we can get some new breeding pieces in our operation if that's needed, but also giving the bull some time if they can be retested, if that's an option that the vet has given, um, if they have thoughts that they can, that they can eventually pass the test. Yeah. I would also add just with the bulls, as we think about the feed that the bull's been on, and then he's going to go out and work in the pasture. If we're thinking about a yearling bull, you know, I think if they've been on a, on a higher concentrate type diet, uh, transitioning them to more of a forage diet before they go to out to breed. And if we can harden those bulls up a bit, so to speak, uh, so they're more adapted to that grass they're going to graze. Uh, we don't want bulls rapidly losing weight on pasture either when they're going through the breeding season as that sure can be detrimental to their uh, sperm production, spermatogenesis, and, and quality of the semen they're producing. So something else to just think about from a condition standpoint on bulls. Yep, absolutely. So one of the other things you mentioned is just uh, having a planned breeding season. And thinking about the timing of that, talk a little more about that and, and some things to think about with length of breeding season. Producers should consider having a breeding plan that works with their operation. It all, it all goes back to what the goals are of their operation, when they want to calve, the time of year, and how long they want their calving season to last, and so on. Synchronization programs um, can be really beneficial for operations to keep calving tight um, by getting cattle on similar cycles that they're going to breed back at closer together. There are plenty of synchronization programs and protocols out there that can be impl implemented, but it all goes back to goals and that you have for your herd. And it's also important to consider the time frame, the amount of labor and help that your operation has, as well as the facilities that your operation has. And these all play a really big role when considering having a plan for breeding season and synchronization programs or AI or anything like that. Wade, anything else on this topic that you think would be valuable for producers to know and understand as we point towards wrapping this up? I hope I think we hit all the key points that will hopefully help an operation be successful throughout breeding season. Well, thanks again for joining me today. Thank you. I appreciate it. Well, for more information on the topic that was discussed in today's Beef Watch podcast, I would encourage you to visit the beef.unl.edu website. The title of the article we talked about today preparing for the breeding season. Also at the beef.unl.edu website, we have a number of other articles and NEB guides related to this topic.